With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Chicago Bears, they won a football game. Uh, are we, we're not used to seeing the Bears win a football game. So this is, you know, they won one game. This is the first time they won a home game since September of last year. So we're not used to seeing this. Uh, Tyson Bajan got his first career NFL start, Division II uh, rookie, and got his first start. And they get the big win over the Raiders, 32-12. The Raiders were, were without Jimmy Garoppolo, so... Old man Hoyer had to start. Um, the Bears looked like a competent football team all of a sudden. Uh, we're going to discuss here how they got the win. Uh, thoughts here. Uh, make sure you guys leave a comment in the comment section down below. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. This is the Bear Down segment of the Coach Steve Show. So if you subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel, go to the playlist, get the Bear Down segment. Um Check it out, uh, Apple and iTunes and Spotify. The Bears, like I said, they won a game. They looked competent. The play calling looked a lot better on offense. The defense was flying around making plays. They were being physical with the receivers. What what changed? I mean, the Bears just looked like a competent football team. I already know what people are going to say. It was just the Raiders. Well, you can't say it's just the Raiders. The Bears, ha- Bears fans, we all have no reason to say it's just the Raiders, it's just so-and-so. Because we are not a great football team playing well right now. 
Before I get offense, because that's what everybody's going to talk about, what about the Bears' defense? The Bears' defense has started to play better. Ever since they got more comfortable with Matt Eberflus calling the defense, they've looked better on defense. Corners and safeties are flying around making plays. Linebacking core is starting to make plays. And, I, and they're starting to figure out that if they give up a big play or a big run, they're okay with it. They are starting, I think, to adapt to the bend-don't-break type of defense. They held Brian Hoyer to 129 yards passing, 39 yards rushing only for the Las Vegas Raiders. Devontae Adams was held to 57 yards and no touchdowns. So they did their job. They were very physical. They were flying around making plays. And it just kind of seems like the defense has that we don't care anymore. We, we're, we're, we're just going to play. And sometimes that leads to great things and sometimes it doesn't. Um, it leads to good things because, you know, they are making plays. They are uh, being physical. What hurts is the penalties. Uh, the Chicago Bears total penalties, nine penalties for 110 yards. Some of those came on offense. Some of those were the pass interference calls. That's the only way that this is going to start hurting them on defense is when they start playing overly aggressive. Um, but they, like I said, they held the Raiders to 235 yards in the NFL. Like I know Brian Hoyer's, Hoyer's playing, but they have some good. They have good running backs. They have a good receiver in Devontae Adams, and they got other guys that can make plays. But this is what they're supposed to do. It's the NFL. They have to be able to do these things on defense. Um, just an amazing turnaround coming in to this game because we didn't really know how it was going to look. Um, Jalen Johnson, two interceptions, one return for a touchdown. Uh, it's talked about how they're going to, should they pay him or not. I think this kind of proves that he can play and that he should get paid. And I think he should get an extension. He's been there since 2020. Uh, he's had ups and downs, but he has, he's been playing a lot better. And so if he continues to play like this, he's going to get paid. The defense, like I said, just, just looks very good. The big talk's going to be, there was no Justin Fields today. There was no Justin Fields. There was still no Justin Herbert. You know, like, we're still hurt in the running back spots. How was Tyson Bagent, the backup Division II quarterback, going to come in and start, and how was he going to look coming in? And a lot of people... Weren't very big on him. You watched the couple plays he had to do last week when Justin Fields went down. I said he gets rid of the ball quick. Looks like he could stand in the pocket. And he said all week, he said, hey, guys, don't. You could change some of the plays for me in the playbook, but I want all of it. I'm smart enough to handle it. Uh, some of the things that are being called, they're very similar to what I ran in college. I'm going to be very comfortable with it. So coming into this game was... How are they going to call the game? Are they going to be aggressive? Are they just going to be run, run, pass, or pass, run, run, punt? Those type of things. Are they going to keep it very closed? And I'm very glad they didn't. They had a simple game plan, but I'm very glad that they didn't just say, we have to run, 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 and let this guy not pass the ball whatsoever. And in the, in the first half, especially the first quarter, they really attacked the outside of the Raiders' defense because – Raiders probably thought we can all, they're only going to try to run up the middle. A lot of jet sweeps were happening. A lot of toss plays were happening. Quick screens to let him get some confidence throwing the football. And what really helped him was the offensive line finally played better. Finally played better. Tyson Bage only got hit one time, one sack for seven yards. But one thing with this offensive line, and I've said over and over and over again, how do you get them 
confident. Well, you have to do quick, you have to do quick game passes, so that way they don't have to pass protect as much, and they get confident pass protection, saying, okay, here's the, they watch film on their guys' moves. Now they're seeing guys get moved around up front, and they're going to get confidence in, okay, this is going to get by me. This is how they're going to do this. Then another way they get confident is running the football. And the Bears, a lot of the jet sweep stuff to take the pressure off the middle. Uh, the guys that were running the football were running very, very hard. Uh, you know, Darnell Mooney had a rush. Um, Tyson Bajan ran a couple times. Evans had the ball a couple times. But then you need a hard downhill running back, and Foreman ran the ball extremely well. He looked incredible. He had 16 carries for 89 yards, and he had two rushing touchdowns. Like, that is amazing. Tyson Bajan um, had a couple rushes there, too. But the thing with Tyson Bajan, he, well, he was 21 of 29, 162 yards on a touchdown. That is fantastic. He averaged 5.6 yards per completion. He stood in the pocket. He did not, he only took off, like I said, a couple times. But he was always looking downfield, and the the talk that I always have is the pocket, yeah, it's going to move. It's going to break down, especially after four seconds, but then there's another spot that he can go stand and maybe make a pass downfield, and he would move to that spot, see if he can make a pass downfield. If not, he would take off, and I feel like that's part of the things we're missing with a Justin Fields being quarterback. Justin Fields gets happy feet because he knows he's athletic enough that he can get by people, but that sometimes turns into his downfall because then he's always thinking, if I'm going to take off, I'm going to beat them, then he's going to take unnecessary hits. For this game, Tyson Bajan stood in the pocket, got rid of the ball, and if he had to roll out, because the pocket wasn't always perfect. It's never always going to be perfect as much as we want it to be. He made some good throws. He put the ball only where his guys could get it. The ball gets out quick. He doesn't want to hold on to it that that long. And he was poised and confident, and he commanded that huddle. And the offense just looked like they played entirely, entirely tougher than they have all year. The only way you can describe this is a couple games ago where the offense finally started to click. It reminded you of that, but wide receivers were running hard. They got DJ Moore involved. Eight receptions, 54 yards. Darnell Mooney, four catches. Foreman got a couple catches out of the backfield. Tyler Scott with the jet motions. They tossed it to him, which considered a pass. They kept it simple. It was short game. It was rolling the pocket out. They were getting into their heavy personnel packages and running the football. A lot of zone stuff. And it built that offensive line's confidence. And then Tyson Bajan was reading the defense. He understood where he was going to go with the football. And Steve, you're you're a Justin Fields hater, so you're going to say whatever to make it look like Tyson Bajan's the next great quarterback and he needs to be starting over Justin Fields. Maybe. It's going to be considered. We still have to sit here and think about this because this is being recorded literally shortly after the Bears game is over. But he looked like he had played last year or a couple years. He was very, very poised. And he would stand in that pocket and he would deliver the ball whether they caught it or not. Like he only had, there was only eight drops, 21 of 29. The offense just looked like they were having fun. They were moving people. They were running hard. They were flying all over the place. It was just, it was a fun time. And we're not used to saying that about this Bears team over the last year, year, almost two years. We don't get a lot of fun times. 
But this was an incredibly fun time to watch. And the play calling finally started to... We don't want to fully question the play calling because... It's hard because could we all go out there and call plays? We like to think we can because we're not on the headset. We're not at practice. We're not out there to see what the players can do. We're not out there on Sundays getting paid the money to do it. It just looked like it finally started to fit to the pieces that they have. They were helping in pass protection. They'd keep a running back in and sometimes a tight end. Uh, Cole Komet sometimes was staying in there. I thought Foreman looked better pass protecting at the running back position. They were running shorter routes to help open up the deeper routes. It just looked like it finally fit to the guys they had. They called screens at the perfect time. Uh, DJ Moore made a couple guys miss and showed his athleticism to the outside. Uh, Darnell Mooney as well. And they all just complimented each other um, in this offense. Um, I am actually a coach to put this up there. You got some weird, creepy, psycho... You know, bail picture there. Are you actually coach? Yeah, I've been a high school coach for 14 years, my friend. 14 years. Uh, for a long, long time. Uh, but I appreciate you asking that question, even though I feel like it's a bot. <sighs> Technology. Um, yeah, but I don't know how everybody else felt. I thought that it actually looked like the offense just complimented the players that they had which is nice to see, um, but it couldn't have happened. Um, it just looked like it all fit together. Finally fit together. The Raiders were struggling. Now, would this have happened to our defense? Could the defense play this way if Jimmy G was playing? We'll never know. I think Jimmy G probably would have kept it close Come a Jimmy G guy. Um, but... You know, I like to think that the Bears' defense still would have played fast. I just think some other pass completions would have been there. Um, they ended up putting in Aiden O'Connell at the end, and I thought he looked a lot better than Brian Hoyer, so maybe they should have played him the whole time if you were the Raiders. Um, right now the Bears are 2-5, and 1-3 and three at home. Um, don't know anything about American football. It's the best. It's used to be a physical game. It used to have hard hitting, but, you know, it's kind of changed a little bit. Um you know, I don't know anything. I don't really like soccer. You know, I respect it. I have friends that coach it. Uh, I just can't sit there and watch it. Um, but back to the Bears. Now moving forward, you're going to have to ask yourself this question. Um, Justin Fields apparently was making progress with his hand, but it could still be another week. But he was progressing in the grip strength that he had. And your next game is on the 29th, and you're going to play the Chargers with how good Tyson Bajan played. So you have a couple questions. If Justin Fields' grip strength isn't 100%, they should feel comfortable enough to sit there and say, well, Tyson Bajan just proved that he could play a little bit. Now there's going to be film on him, and they're going to be able to break it down see if they can't take certain things away, and that's going to be able to really see how does he adjust as the offensive line continue to play the way he did. If Justin Fields' hand strength is not 100%, you don't play him. You stick with Tyson Bajan. Now, the next question then is going to be, is Tyson Bajan then your guy going forward? People were high on him when they brought him in, broke all these records in Division Two, and people were like, well, it's just Division Two. It doesn't translate to the NFL. That is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Football is football, all good football. 
Division one is great. Division one double A is great. Division two is phenomenal. Division three is good. It's the junior. It's all good. People get drafted Division two and go on to play well in the NFL. Doesn't have to be the Alabamas of the world or Ohio States of the world. This guy just showed you the poise he had. And then he showed him on the sideline. He never flinched. Never flinched. Yes, he's going to have to be put in a situation, I think, that he's going to have to come back and make plays. He's gonna. We're going to want to see what it's like if the pocket does break down and they start giving pressure and they're, they're getting to him. Can he handle coming from behind and all those type of things? But he has to have that opportunity. And there's way more things on Justin Fields than there is Tyson Bajan right now on film. But you're watching this game today. It looked a lot better than Justin Fields consistently. Justin Fields has had great moments in games, looked good passing the ball. There are times he might stay in the pocket and stuff like that, but there's other things that he just isn't consistent in. Tyson Bajan looked pretty consistent. And the play call, this type of play calling, I think is what we were trying to do at the beginning of the year with Justin Fields, but he has a hard time reading the defense. He doesn't feel comfortable staying in the pocket. He needs to move around because of the offense that was at Ohio State for him because what he can do. I, th- I really think this is what Luke Getze had envisioned, a guy to stay in the pocket. We can roll out. We can do jet sweeps, running the football, getting into these other heavy p- packages and getting our receivers open in space. I really think this is what it was supposed to look like, but Justin Fields wasn't getting it done, so they had to tailor it back. For him, just saying, hey, how do we survive the season and keep our jobs? And so now the question is going to be, who do you go have moving forward, Justin Fields or Tyson Bajan? Everybody's going to say Justin Fields because of other things he's done. You can't punish him for being hurt. But if a different guy's playing well and it's going to help you keep your job and it's going to help propel the season forward, you're going to have to really consider this because you still have decent receivers, some athletic receivers. If the old line gets confident, this guy gets confident, It's going to have to be something that is talked about. Um, So moving forward, they're going to have to consider this. Uh, Defensively, hopefully they continue to get healthier and continue to run and make plays and fly around. If they do that, they're going to be pretty good too. They're going to start doing things, and they don't care about giving up yards. They're they're not going to look at that. They're going to look at, can we just control the point scoring? And then the Bears' defense offense also was on the field a lot. They had the ball for 34 minutes. They knew that if they could just run the ball and keep the clock, their defense was going to stay fresh, able to fly around and make those plays. I I think that moving forward, because he's getting all these more reps, it's going to have to be considered, is Tyson Bagent the guy going forward over Justin Fields? And I do think that they're going to have to sit there and go, I don't think Justin Fields will be 100% going into Chargers. So let's play him again, and then let's really see what he can do on the road uh, in a hostile environment, and if things aren't going all their way, how does he respond, and how can he lead that offensive huddle into believing what they're doing and get them to play tough, and what kind of leadership is he going to have and everything else? And then we got to see if the Bears outsmart themselves. Sometimes they seem to outsmart themselves on offense. They do a couple things, and the next week they almost outsmart themselves of saying, well, what if they do this? If they do this, they're going to take this away. You just have to have your base stuff. You have to have your things, and then you have to have some tweaks on them to really make those adjustments uh, is, is all you need for that. Um, but the Bears got that win 30-12 to 12 over the Raiders. Um, it's good to be a Chicago Bears fan today, and we don't say that very often. 
Um, feels good. We can all take a deep breath saying, you know, we finally saw some really good consistent quarterback play, some real consistent run game, and we saw some good tackles on defense from those players flying around. So um, it's good to hear that. Um, and that's about it. It's really short here. Um, just some things to think about for that Bears offense. Um, but I appreciate anybody watching and or listening. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. This is the Bear Down segment of that podcast. Uh, click on the playlist and you'll find the Bear Down part. Um, right on Apple and iTunes and on Spotify. Um, Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Um, and Instagram, Coach Steve72 as well. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. We will see you guys next time.